if you really get adept at using this tool, four turns into five, five yeah. turns into six, and rate of return really becomes a stupid conversation to have because like a human being multidimensional, the Swiss Army knife of financial tools becomes a Swiss Army knife. Yeah. How do I put a value on my ability to go create a bigger impact on the planet? How yeah. do I put a value on my ability to show up better in the later years of my life because I have tax-free, mm -hmm. consistent income that can potentially come in? This is Better Wealth with Caleb Williams. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Better Wealth Podcast. I am here with Jeremy Rudhouse, and we are going through our series from the front lines. And I'm going to ask you a straight-up question because I heard you explain life insurance in a way that was like last night, actually, that I'm like, wow, that's really good. You, meant, you mentioned something with a pension. I'm like, man, I got to hear this. So I'm like, okay, hold that, hold that thought. Wait till we have our, our time in the studio. And so here here we go, Jeremy. You get to meet with so many people. We are doing so much overfunded life insurance. We're, we're properly structuring it so that it can people can show up powerfully in store capital. And I, saw, I heard you explain it to somebody that we had at the house, and it was amazing. So walk me through when you, when you, walk, when you talk with somebody, how are you talking about life insurance? How are you explaining it? Because I'm always fascinated about how different people are explaining it. It's obviously working because we have a record amount of people that are going through our process and getting the end asset. And I think that's I think it's because of consistency. And I and I just think that I think you are extremely gifted in the way that you coach people and help people through this. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Um, so first off, it's a little bit different for everybody because it's very important to know your audience when you're talking to them. So if I'm relating to you know, someone who's 21, it's going to be a little bit different conversation than if I'm talking to somebody who's owns multiple businesses or is a you know former football player or whatever. Okay. So that's the first thing I would say. Uh, the next thing I would say is this is the very best financial Swiss army knife that I know about, meaning that it can do multiple different things. Like so many things, especially humans, the answer can be, it depends. And that can be exceedingly frustrating for people because, yeah. you know, humans are multidimensional. We're also exceedingly irritating to live with and yeah. be around and all those sort of things. So, <clears throat> again, we, we shot an episode, um, There's No Silver Bullet. Well, if we, mm -hmm. want, if we want something to be this one thing and it also does these other things and depending on how I use it, it, it changes, mm -hmm. that's frustrating. Yep. So knowing your audience is huge. But here's the thing. It's the very best way that I know to give $1 multiple jobs. And it doesn't have to stop at three. It could be four. It could be five. It depends on how tactful and uh, efficient you are at wielding the tool that you've been given. So not only is the and asset or overfunded whole life insurance uh, the very best way to give $1 multiple jobs that I and we know about, yeah. it also, there's an education piece to it as well. Because... Mm -hmm. You may know what a hammer is and seen it and swung it once or twice, but to be really skilled with it, it takes time, it yep. takes education, it takes practice. Yep. So how do we give $1, $1 multiple jobs? Well, first off, this is in fact life insurance. It's not an investment. It is designed to protect you against the inevitable. 100% of people are going to die. That's called a pure risk. You all have it. So unless you're walking on water, which call me if you are, <laughs> unless you're walking on water, you're definitely going to die. Okay. It's just what's going to happen. So 
insurance companies say, hey, we can insure you for this risk, right? Mm -hmm. Well, along with that, there comes some, some added benefits. You can actually use this contract when set up correctly as a warehouse for money. Okay, it's a place to, and I use warehouse because I, I think what you're talking to last night is we were we were talking to a young business owner and he warehouses certain products yeah. right before they get distributed. So I use the term warehouse, knowing my audience, to to talk about this is where we warehouse our goods, right? In this case, capital or money, so that we can, if we need to, deploy it. Now, yeah. while that money is warehoused there, you're getting a respectable rate of return, about four percent compounding over the life of many contracts. Again, there's variables in this, but yep. about 4% compounding. And in addition to that, so that's two uses, protects me. Yep. I, it's a good place to warehouse money. In fact, it's an optimal place to warehouse money. And we'll come back to that here in just a second. But then when I need to deploy that money to something that is going to yield a good rate of return for me or allow me flexibilities that I didn't have before, then I can borrow against it or yep. deploy it into that other thing. And ultimately what we have working here is we have a certain amount of money that's working for us and a certain amount of money that's working for us. Yeah. That's kind of magical. Yeah. It's not magic though. It's just math. Yep. And if it's not funded correctly, it's, it's nothing. Yeah. Okay. It's gotta be funded correctly. So we've got protection, we've got warehouse for capital, and we also have deployment into other options or opportunities as they come up. Yeah. There's, there's not a ton of reasons that you would need to deploy that capital if you are not going to be putting it into some sort of asset-based activity. Yep. And if you are thinking about deploying it and into you should, other you things? should explain that. So a lot of people, there's sure. there's people out there that are saying, hey, you can get wealthy by buying cars and going on vacations and doing all this stuff. And what you, what you just said in your army terms is if you're <laughs> going to deploy, borrow against money, you're going to use, if you're going to take a policy loan, you want to make sure that that activity generates a, a something in to help us with the result because yeah. you're not going to get wealthy by buying other liabilities that's correct that's correct so and again there's varying degrees of ways that you can use this i would say asset-based activity you are your number one asset for the business owner that i was talking to last night the very best thing that he can invest in is himself yeah. his business and his interests yeah period yeah, and it's and we're talking millions of dollars difference. hundred percent. So let me back up to the to the warehousing component real quick. Yeah. When when we have an account like this, it's a construct of time, volume of money, and interest rate. Now, if you're twenty one or you're five or you're ten days old, you have a little bit more time than somebody that's fifty five, sixty, seventy years yep. old. So you either need a higher volume of money or you need more time. Now, what can happen over the course of time is the way that we at best, best, most optimally access this money, because you can access money in a couple different ways. Yep. The most optimal way to do it is through what's called a policy loan. Now, currently, according to the IRS, a loan is not a taxable event. So if I use this money for something like I use the word pension, yep. right? If I create a tax-free pension for myself by warehousing this money here, deploying it into asset-based activities, replacing it when the time comes. And then later on in life, I use this as a way to facilitate my income in retirement. Right. Now I've got, f I've got, that's three, four things happening for me. Yeah. Now, if you really get adept at using this tool, four turns into five, five yeah. turns into six. And 
rate of return really becomes a stupid conversation to have because like a human being multidimensional, the Swiss army knife of financial tools becomes a Swiss army knife. Yep. How do I put a value on my ability to go create a bigger impact on the planet? How yep. do I put a value on my ability to show up better in the later years of my life? Because I have tax free mm -hmm. consistent income that can potentially come in. Yep. Did I do a good job? Yeah. So just to, just to recap it, life insurance, protects you and 100%. it's a very very good tool and efficient tool to protect you your family and there's a lot of other riders that make that attractive yes it's also a great place to storehouse your capital and you talk about um you, you talk about how over time it, it will grow and it will grow better than any other savings liquid account that gives you the same benefits of yeah. that you have access to and and let me tell you why it's because there's no interruptions yes faxes t fact or faxes <laughs> taxes yeah fees market loss and use all prohibit many other accounts from this type of growth yeah. over the course of time because remember what i said we're never taking from we're only borrowing against yeah so it that's not magical. Again, it's math, but it's a really neat thing. And when you grasp that in your mind, something happens. Like I've seen so many people go, wait a second, what yeah. you're telling me is, and then they'll describe it back to me. And I go, yes, yeah. this is amazing. Why doesn't everybody have this type of, yeah. an, of an account? Well, yeah. and, and, and the, the question is valid because mathematically this makes any financial model more optimal. Yeah. Yep. It makes and, it better. And and the cool thing is now we can show mathematically how why that's true and factor in. And we'll we will have another episode where where Jeremy kills people off on the model. <laughs> or he or you get disabled on the model. Yeah. And you can actually see what that that's yeah. that what happens. And so thank you. Um and, and like I said, if you want to know more about the and asset, we have a lot of great resources. Uh, you can go to betterwealth.com. There will be a way for you to learn about the and asset. You can get my book. Uh, the and um and yeah we just we we're very obsessed about helping people take back control the and asset is a tool that we use and uh a lot of people are are creating their foundation of savings in that and yep. and a further episode we're going to talk about some more examples of mindset with the and asset because at the end of the day it's literally just a tool that helps you unlock other opportunities yep and and protects everybody through the process. Yep. Any final thoughts on that? The, this is a, a core bedrock tool to a financial model. It's a place to deploy capital yep. into asset-based activities. And I think the parting shot that I would say is um, if we approach this from a diagnosis perspective, so we have a guided assessment yep. where um, Dom and myself and other members of the team, we systematically walk through and diagnose where are you at? Is this a wise tool for you to employ in terms of your overall financial model? Because it, it, it may not be for you in this time and space. It may be something that you're looking to do in the future. But those are some ways that we are educating and helping right. people understand more about this. I love it. We'll see you tomorrow. Thank you so much for listening to the Better Wealth Podcast. It would mean the world to me if you could hit subscribe, leave a review, and share this with the people that you know and love.